welcome back to It's In You podcast, where our mission is to help reveal the truth of God in you. In this week's episode, we are taking another deep dive into the Word of God. So clear your mind, your heart, and your space, and make way to hear the truth in this week's message. Pastor, hello everybody. Hi, hi. You see, I, I, I went outside, sit down, and, I'm, and I forget, I forget the time. No worries. Pull your um camera down a little bit. It's hard to see you. How about now? Better now? Um, push it, push it back. Okay. Let me see. Yeah, good. Gee, I am in. So welcome everybody. Um, we are back for another Sunday um, evening Sunday, um, Bible study session. So we're just going to give an opportunity for anybody who have a testimony. Um, and then we'll get into prayer and then we'll get into the word. I just want to give God the glory and praise for another day. I'm thankful for, for life um, and always the understanding that God is always ahead of schedule. And that's a simple thing, but it just reminds you that no matter what your plans are, God's plans are already better than yours. And that he's always going to have a better opportunity to make whatever you thought was a good idea, a great idea, or to change your idea. So I, I just thank God for making me look smart, <laughs> for allowing me to, um, to survive and allow me to provide and to be able to do all the things that we have. It's not because of anything other than that God has already planned it before we thought we planned it. Mm. So, I want to share that with everybody. Just let everybody know that you're never fully, um, you're never really the credit. The credit is really never yours. The blame may be yours, but even the blame, God can fix what was your blame and make it into credit. So I just wanted to share that. And I thank God for teaching me that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I don't see Dina for a while. I don't know if anybody um, get information about her, how she doing. Uh, she, she's fine. Um, as far as I know, she's okay. Okay. Moses is okay too. I checked Moses. Moses is okay. I think I saw Moses on my way to work a few, a few uh, said a couple months ago, about a month ago. 
we, we bumped each other, bumped into each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was, man, I saw he was carrying like the two ply. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing I said. Like every time I see you, you're busy, man. But uh, he look, he looked blessed. He was, yes, yes, yes. He is a busy man. He's a busy man. He's a very busy man. But God bless him many times. All time, I should say, not many times, many times. All time. All time. Yes. Miss Jean, I don't see Miss Jean. Uh, she says she won't be able to make it today. She yeah. had an event at her church. Well, this is it. So... To me, I thank God, as my dear brother said, for life. Life is the most important thing. Without it, um, you not exist. So life is the motor, most important thing and, and everything that could imagine to think about. And I think that's why Christ, when he came, he offer us eternal life because he saw that this is the real thing he's talking, the truth. So I thank God for that life. And I thank God for everybody else that God has provided life for them. I thank God for them, whatever they may be, whatever the situation they are. May God be with them. As I, but I can't say may God be with them because God already with them. But may God sustain them and provide for them. Uh, give them peace. So let us pray and then we'll get um, started. So, Father God, we just want to thank you again for bringing us here, um, for waking us up for today. And what well, we know many hasn't woken up, but the blessing of being up is to show that you are not done with us, that there's more opportunity to do what you have called us to do, Lord Father God. And we just want to say thank you. And as you're here, we want to pray for all those um, that will be participating, those who are trying to be here and they're having trouble, Lord God, whether they're stumbling blocks that's being placed in their way or the enemy trying anything to keep them from being where you're calling them to be, Lord Father God, we ask that you remove that. We ask also that everyone who is here, who is listening, whether they're watching live or they're watching the replay, that the Holy Spirit speaks to them um, specifically, Lord Father God, no matter the situation that you mold the words so that it can bless them individually, Lord Father God. We thank you for what you do and what you're getting ready to do, Lord God. We ask all this, not because we're worthy, but we ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 This is where we are now. Um, talking for 
the lawyer of God and the creator who provide everything and who make everything and who keep everyone under his banner, whether good or bad, everything under his watch. Today we really going to talk about him. I do not know if I ever bring a message like that before. And if I do, it's just going to be refreshing, refreshing our mind toward what we've been studying. And also remember that we are exploring God or the creator. And the reason why I usually use the word creator, because there are many gods and I don't want to mix with the gods that are not creator, but God that the creator has created. So many times I use the word creator. Uh, if I don't use the word creator, I use the word Yeshua, who is also Jesus Christ. Yeshua is the name that when he was here, they used to call him. And that's also the name that was prophesied, a part of the name Emmanuel. So we mentioned those names in order to focus about whom we are talking or whom we are describing or whom we relate to, or whom who create us and create everything that exists, of whom from him everything, everything, both heaven and earth, and everything that is in them. And when we say heaven and earth, most likely, we referring to Earth planet. Referring to Earth planet, which is the star and the moon and the atmosphere and all these things. That is Earth. That's part of Earth. But also we're referring above that other planet, other lives. Um, form that we cannot see and we cannot, we do not understand and who do not speak the same language we speak or who do not be in the same form that we are. So all of them, billion and trillion of trillion of star and planet that been created by the creator this is what we're talking about. So we're not talking about earthly only, but we're talking about above earth, beyond the existence of us. That's the creator. 
we're talking about. So uh, without further ado, let us plunge in the exploring of the subject that is going to be before us and for all of us to be participating in it. Because if we do, then we will see how interesting it is and how marvelous it is to understand the creator plan. The subject we are exploring today is God intervention and man dilemma. God intervention and man dilemma. Now, um, for the sake of for the understanding of every one of us, we're going to try or not try, but to go to a dictionary and start uh, get the meaning of those two words. So I want you guys please to get your dictionary and get the meaning of these two words and uh, read it openly that all of us may get the benefit of it. The word intervention, look at the word intervention. I-N-T-E-V-N-T-I-O-N, intervention. Look at the word intervention. Go ahead. The action or process of intervening, interference by a country or another affairs, actions taken to improve a situation, especially a medical disorder. But in similar words, is involvement, intersection, interceding, mediation. But the basic word is the action of intervening. Yes. Or interrupting. Interrupting. Intervening, interrupting. Now, uh, now we could see this is something very special. Uh, because if it is not special, you cannot intervene. If it is not even special, if it is not important, you cannot intervene or if it if not if something is not here to to fix or to put into order you cannot intervene and i i'm, I'm glad that you're talking about the medical too <laughs> the medical thing to it may be far off but it's part of it also remember that um when our body is disordered, we need a doctor to do what? To intervene in the situation to see to make it better. So that medical part is very good too in that intervention. Now, so this is, remember what I said, God or the creator intervene is the creator who intervened. 
Now I want you to look for the word dilemma, D-I-L-E-M-N-M-M-M-A. Look for the word dilemma, dilemma. A situation in which a difficult choice has to be made between two or more alternatives, especially equality, this under, especially equally undesirable ones. <laughs> a difficult solution or problem, an argument forcing an opponent to choose either of two unfavorable alternatives. <laughs> and if you go deeper, you will see either one you choose will give you the same conclusion. Either alternative you took will give you the same conclusion. In other words, there is no way out. There is no way out. Any decision you make, any decision you make, uh, will come to the same conclusion. Remember that any decision you make, that is the reason why God had to intervene because <laughs> every decision we make is trouble, is fatal. Every decision we make is fatal. So because of that, God intervene. Now, this is the subject we're going to explore. In that subject, the first um, sub-subject we're going to um, go in, what is man dilemma? What is man dilemma? Because we gonna we know the, the signification of the of the of the of the word dilemma. So we have go we're going now to this not only describe it but to find out what kind of situation we are, because it become a dilemma. What kind of situation that we face or that we end? that the word dilemma have to be used. Now, let me put it to you. Could you help us to find out what kind of situation without me now come up with other point in your own mind, in your own thinking, in your own spirit, could you think what kind of dilemma that what kind of situation we are. And when I say we, I am talking humanity. I am not talking to a person per se. Remember, I'm not talking to a person per se. I am talking for to everyone exists. Everyone, everything that exists, that is on earth. Even the star, even the moon, even the air we breathe, the trees, the birds, all affected. 
because of us, because of human being. Human being control everything because he has been given dominion over it. So human being now become part of that equation, which supposed to fix the situation or hmm, go down. So most likely we are not talking about precisely we put human being as the core of the dilemma. Uh, understand me now. The human being become the core or the, help me to find a word, please. Cause or the main, or the center? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me let you talk. No, I was saying either the center of it or the cause of it or the result of it. Yes, I would use the word the cause of it. Yeah, the cause. Yeah, not the result. I, I would say they use the cause of it because the, 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 the human being himself put himself in the dilemma, but the dilemma that we put ourselves, it affects everything else. That is part of the world. That is part of the universe, or if I may say, that is part of the, the whole planet, the whole earth. The human being is the cause of it. And why the human being is the cause of it? Because we fell and we have dominion over everything. So, I mean, the cause of what? The cause of the dilemma. We have to make a decision. We have to make a choice, but every choice we make, we end up to the same conclusion. Is the dilemma between us and God or between us and ourselves? That's a good question. That's a very, that's a very good question. <laughs> oh, this is nice. This is beautiful. I love that. I love that. <laughs> that's it. Yes and no. Yes and no. Is between God, but also between ourselves. Is between God and is between ourselves. Well. I think it became a dilemma when we're apart from God. Um, within ourselves, we cannot save ourselves. We cannot fix the solution. That's right. So, because we're corrupted. So really, whatever we decide to do is not going to, quote unquote, be the best thing um, in our hands. However with God, it may look like a dilemma, but there's nothing that he cannot fix, nor did he foresee in advance what was to come and what was going to be the solution for a dilemma that seemed to be a dilemma or a unsolvable problem. According 
to human. Right. Or not according, not only according to human, but for human, for okay. us, for us. Um, I, I say yes, remember, and I say no, because that question is a very, very, very important question. Is it between God and us? Remember, I say yes is between God, and I say no is between human offset. So it is both. Now, the explanation you give is very good. It's very good. But the question my brother asked is also very good because why God intervened? Why God intervened? Yeah, but why is intervened? Why? Because he's the only one that can. If he doesn't intervene, the dilemma is, I guess you asked only the dilemma is, does God do what he's supposed to do and destroy man? Or does he intervene? Yeah, but remember, you use the word here which is very, very ticklish. You use a word there which is very ticklish. And what kind of word you use right now? Does God have to destroy man? Why God have to destroy man? Because that's the law. He created righteousness. In order for there to be righteousness, everything must be in order. But man has committed disorder. And for that, the solution, <laughs> solution, as it was written, sin is death. Yes. But let's put it in our, in, our, in our realm for a while to see where we are going. If you are in a situation, right? I'm talking human being speaking, you know, in the human being point of view. If you have a problem, right? Or if I have a problem, but you have nothing to do with that problem. You are in, you, you are in your own world and I am on my own world. And today we say, mind your business. That's the word we use, mind your business. I am doing my thing. Why would you intervene? Well, you wouldn't intervene for a stranger, but you would intervene for your, your loved one. Yes, I know. But remember, I already put the loved one out of business because I said I am I'm doing my business. Right. I'm saying you and that mean now is not a is not a is not important, is not is not a um relevant. It's not relevant to attach human a, 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 a um relative in there. Because I told you already, I am doing my business, mind your business. I am minding my business. So therefore, relative is not part of that equation at all. So therefore, that the question is still women, why would God intervene? 
that's the thing. The, the problem with your analogy, it would cause, it would have to require that God did not create us and God was not a part of our existence. Therefore, the question you ask, when I say yes or no, now you understand your question. You understand your question, the question that asks, according to the answer that you come up with. I say yes, and I say no. It seems to be our business, but it is not our business. Why? Because what you just said, God is the one who creates everything. So therefore, he involved in every business. Whether you think it is yours or not, that's your business, that's your problem, but he's involved in it anyway. Anyway, he be part of it. Now, let's go back. one number one remember we are in the first one we're talking uh which is now what is man dilemma now i am asking another point again this is a small one mind violation of god law man violation of God law. Remember the question you asked. This is why I say it was so a special question. Man violation of God law. What is the violation man did against God law? Say again. What okay, let's go to um. Let's go to Genesis chapter 3. Genesis 2, 16. Read Genesis 2, verse 16. 16 and 17. Genesis 2, 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. What is what is happened here? What God do there? Give them a warning. Not even warning. Is it law? Is it law? And remember again for all for all information for all information everything that God created there is a law in it. He put a law in every single thing that he made. Am I wrong? Am I right? Explain. Help me. Am I wrong to say that? Or am I right to say that? And if I am wrong, help me. If I am right, help me. You're not wrong. 
everything that God created, there is a law. We call it law of physics. So then now, if there is a law, God make it, that law. So your question again, come back to us again. You see how special your question was? Your question come back to us. Against whom do we are in trouble? Because it's his law. And he have that law. And he make that law for what reason? He put that law. One of love is true, it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. But you, I want you to, to speculate it or to open it more for me. Why he make that law? You say is law. Now, could you elaborate in that law? In that with love to put a law. What is a law? It's an ordinance. It's uh, rules. Uh, it's a barriers. It's a rule. It's a barrier. But then, if that law was made by God. What, what is in a law? Is that, I agree with you. I agree with you already say that. Uh, you already say that. But I want to um, read, back the ver read back the verse 17. Well, it's for protection, you know? So the law is for, to protect us. So 17 says, but of the tree of, of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. From the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Now, what do the law carry? Death, life and death. I agree with you. I agree with you, life and death. But in the Jewish did I cannot pronounce that word. <laughs> <laughs> judiciary law or we're going to flip over to our law to human law because there is a similarity in God law with human law there is a sim it might not be justice and everything but there is a similarity in man law to God law Why we put in the book laws in the land? Mm -hmm. Why laws in the land? Why we have laws in the land? Why do we have laws? Yeah, in the land, in, 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 our, in, our, in our society. To maintain order. To maintain order. Does those law carry anything? I might put it in this, I might not put it clearly, but you all have to help me. 
if penalty can, depending on the law, you break your penalties. That's right. That's right. Each law carry a penalty. Each law carry a penalty according to us. It's the same thing with God. Each law carry a penalty. What penalty does the law God give Adam and Eve? Death. 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 Therefore, then we go now with two. Remember, we leave the little one. Now we go to a little two, small two. The law demand justice. The law demand justice. So what kind of justice the law require to whom the law require justice now? Read Genesis 3, verse 21. Hebrew 9, 22. Genesis 3, 21. All right, let me read 321. Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. Okay, stop here. Remember, the subject is what? What is the subject we are we we, we are trying to 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 put out? Intervention. Intervention. What did happen here on Genesis three verse twenty one? How God intervened. He clothed them. He clothed them. What that mean when he clothed them? Why God clothed them? Why God put dress on cover them? Because they were naked. They were naked. Now, in the sense of God, what nakedness mean? Exposed. Um... Unholy, I guess. Not I guess. Unrighteous. Unrighteous, unholy, and a word exposed. Does God make them like that? No. He did not make them like that to be exposed. If he did, he would have made them look good. That's right. That's right. Therefore, then, there is what we would say, what is happening. Uh, there is a, something happened here. And I want you to find out for me what happened here. Um. Remember, go, go back to your word holy. That's a very good word here. But nevertheless, I leave it to you. Now go to your thought. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> the question, God, law, demand, justice. 
God law require justice. What is justice? Well, to, I was going to say to pay up. I don't think that makes sense. But I was going to say to pay a penalty or to do what's, to uphold what's right. To uphold what what right. But again, the other part you come up with is the same thing too. To pay. Just to pay. mean yeah, as you say, it's um, what is fair, what's balanced. So that's right. You can take the word justice and replace it with order, and then order is balance. So it it doesn't have to have a a judicial sense. It's just a matter of what has to happen, right? Is it justice that if I if an animal bites uh, the family that they have to be put down? Yes. At the end of the day, the justice and the balance is a, a, an unruly animal has to be put down for the sake of you're going to have a whole bunch of unruly animals and it's going to create chaos. Right? Yeah, but it's true. Right now, we are not really focused on animal. But, yeah, I'm using it as a... It's best for us to focus on us because human being is the one who has dilemma. Animal do not have the dilemma. The dilemma come into the animal is we bring it to them. Well, we polluted him. I don't think we have a dilemma. I think we create the dilemma. Yes, okay. But it, we so, create the dilemma. We create the dilemma. But we are the dilemma. When it comes to God, he is order. God is order, right? Yes. He created us. And we have disorder. Yes, right. So we, our existence creates a dilemma with God, which is that in order. I, I won't. I won't say. Oh, ex yes, yes. You could. You could. Oh, I, I. I would say yes and no. Why? Or uh, existence. The word existence. I would say yes, and I would say no. Or I should say our continued existence. Continued existence. <laughs> Because it, because the end of the day is we are supposed to have been we have supposed to have been destroyed already. That's right. That's so right. The rule, the that's order right. was already that we're supposed to be as if we just would be for us to be destroyed. That's right. That's right. I, that's it. That that that's the right way to put it because our existence is him bring us to existence. Yeah. But however, we have violated his law. So the law requires justice. So since the law requires justice, according to what come to you now, we should be destroyed. We should be destroyed. Because destroyed by whom? By the law. By the law of justice. Justice is justice. This is the same thing happened to when we go to court. When we go to court, the justice require that you either spend 10 years in jail or 21 years in jail. It depends to the degree of your, of your violation. However, in human point of view, justice is um, 
is a shadow compared to God's justice. Man justice is a shadow. And remember another thing again in man justice, there is what we call bias. Askefigi. So in God justice, that is not included. Man, man justice is completely out of the question of God justice. So God, the law of God require man should put to what? Should, should go where? Should die. Go ahead. Should die. Man require, well, not exactly to die now, because if we go die, we are finished the, the, the the, the, the exploring, we're going to finish the exploring. The exploring, we want to find the process, the process of God intervention. We are studying the process of God intervention. So where are we leading from right now? Where are the first intervention he has done is invest um in genesis um genesis 3 verse 21 right that's the first intervention he covered them but remember that intervention is temporary it's not intervention that is permanent it's a temporary intervention when he covered them now you will notice this also in that intervention, something happened. Read that verse perfectly and see something else occurred there. Something happened. Genesis 3, verse 21. Something happened. It's like post of skin. So we're referring to animal or something that was killed. Something that was killed. An animal that was killed. Therefore, we read in Leviticus 17, verse 11. No, before we read it's in Leviticus 17, read Hebrew 9, verse 22. Hebrew 9.22. Hebrew chapter 9, verse 22. And almost all things are by the word perish with blood. And without shedding of blood is no remission. All things must come with blood. And that is our dilemma right now. That dilemma now, the dilemma is that the dilemma is that to appear. Everything has to be done by blood. Man has to pay the penalty of that 
In fact, he already telling you from the very first beginning of the passage in, verse, in, in Genesis chapter three, in Genesis chapter two, verse 16, he's already telling you what's going to happen. You will die. So the blood must be shed. Now look at Leviticus 17, verse 11 for me. Leviticus 17. Yes, Leviticus 17, verse 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your soul. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Why the blood? Because the life is in there. The life, and is it, is it, um, is it what we are saying now? Is it something we just say? Is this not something that we experience mm -hmm. as human every single day? It's not something that we are talking in the sky or something, you know, we just talk. We do know, medically speaking now, the blood is the essential part of human being. And any man, any woman, any children who do not have blood cannot exist. Anyone who do not have blood cannot exist. And what is in the blood? Life. And we do know that the blood not only contains the life, but the blood has a very special part in communicating with God. Why? Why the blood have a very special way to communicate with blood and with God, with the creator? Another question, what is life anyway? Life is when our presence of the Acknowledgement of existence. Acknowledgement of the existence. <laughs> that's it. That's a very good way. Could you find it more? Could you get more, more, more important? It? Meaning that the difference between a rock and the cell is that a rock cannot acknowledge itself. Life is breath, an acknowledgement of breath. Well, that analogy is good, you know, it's good, it's good, but uh, it's very good, but 
I, I would have a little reservation about it. It's good, you know, it's a very good one. But I would have a reservation. Anybody could help me to find why I'm getting that reservation. Sorry, remember we are we are exploring. Why reservation? Because we do know everything that God created has life. Everything that God created. It may not be the same form of us. It may not have the same effect in us. It may not have the same, the same way manifested the same way he manifested in us. It might not manifested the same way he manifested in us. But everything that God created, they have life. It may not, it may not be the same way we react. It might not be the same form we have, but life is in there. Life is in there. And as, as we said, um, and the, uh, as we said again in the ancient time, now I'm going to Egypt time with you. Um, ancient time, the first civilization. That they said, God, nothing mm -hmm. could live. Nothing could live in the dead things. Mm -hmm. Nothing could live in the dead things. That's 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 ancient belief. That's 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 in the old time in in the first civilization. In this civilization we are now, we are classified them dominant. We are classified them, but in the ancient, in the Egyptian time, or in the in the first civilization, everything has life, and they treat it as so. They respect it and treat it as so because they know God is there somehow, somewhere, some form. So everything has life. So, and that I say now, let's go back now to the question with that, the, the life, what is life? You already said life is a, um, a part of a um, acknowledge. which is true, we acknowledge that. But why we human have to do that? Why we human go to such a deep um, um, elaboration, is such a deep study, is such a deep um, thinking, why? Because we were given the mind of God. That's right. That's right. Remember, we are what? We are very, very special. Special to whom? God himself. You understand. So we are not according to the in, in French. And if anybody don't 
consider himself like that, he may sing a ball. He may sing some kind of, he has a little nut which is not put in the right place. And I could see the infirmity of that because of that dilemma that we find ourselves. The dilemma could take a lot of gram out of us, a lot of information that we should get. We cannot get them. It block because of that dilemma that we get ourselves. Now, remember now, we go now, we say the blood, the life is in the blood. So if the life is in the blood, what happened? How could man solve that dilemma? If the life is in the blood. The blood has to be shed or a blood has to be shed. So who going to pay, who going to, to shed that blood? Something, someone that's innocent. Who, who is innocent? Remember, we are talking, God intervened, but now we are describing man dilemma without intervention of God now. We are describing man dilemma right now without the first intervention. Remember, we're talking, we're talking a temporary intervention. But now we are describing man dilemma. And for man, according to God's law, which God requires justice, that law had to be executed. So man had to be now, uh, be a stand before where? Says the, says the law demands justice. Says the, the, the justice had to be a death penalty. Man had to die. But what makes that dilemma even more tragic, tragedy? Go back, to the, go back to the meaning of the word dilemma. You will see what happened here. What happened here in the word dilemma, in the meaning of the word dilemma? Like two problems. Two a choice between um, a situation in which a person has to choose between two things that are all bad or unsatisfactory. It's never the solution is never a good one, or never come down to a, a good one. Why? Because if it's up to us, it's it's temporary. What we're doing, the situation is temporary. So if it's temporary, we never we never reach a point 
where it's well the temporary one is over already you know right now we are facing our dilemma we have to put the temporary one behind now well if it's temporary it means that you're still unclean don't try it's still unclean but now we have to face it but what uh, i'm struggling with what is it what is our dilemma right because the lemma means that we are choosing between one or the other. So what right. are we choosing against? Between two, we are choosing be, between to stay alive mm. or to die, to die. Right. So then that's not a dilemma, right? Because we know. So if that's I'm trying to, it's not a dilemma because the choice is there. It's either you choose to live right. or you die. I think what you, if you mean to say it, is the dilemma, the choice to live the way you want to and the risk being wrong versus giving up what we want and hope to give. To you get. can't. So then what's the, the dilemma? The dilemma is, is forget from that. The dilemma is that you want to stay alive. Right. You don't want to die. Right, so so you have to choose to choose which one you want, whether to stay alive or to die. Yet you cannot you cannot stay alive. But why can't you stay alive? How? Well, when, when when the judge when the law require death for justify is death. So blood, blood have to be given. How are you going to give your blood and it's still alive? Well, I'm saying so it's not a dilemma because it's now it's, it's a judgment. But it's, this is what I no. It's a penalty. Judgment, yeah. judgment, judgment is the penalty. That's why I said justice. Well, I look there with justice, which is a judgment. Right. The, the, the judgment come with justice. But then you want to justify yourself before God. Why you want to justify before God? Why you want to tell God that you what you did was right? Because you don't, you're defending against the judgment. Or you yeah, well, well, now why you defend it against the judgment? I don't want to die. Okay. <laughs> That's that's the only thing. So right now the dilemma: who want to die? No one. That's why I find, <laughs> I find but, that's what I'm saying. It wouldn't have been a dilemma if everyone wants to. If some people want to die. Then that's the dilemma, right? So if the dilemma is, do I want to believe in God or do I want to die? So it's not in believing God that time. I think what Pastor is saying is if. If we if we decide that we still want to live, the process to live still requires that we die, not continue to live on. So for me to live forever, quote unquote, I will have to die forever. But this will longer exist. But then the way is still death, rather on my part. For I, your part. I can't. My, that's right. I want to live, but 
the requirement for me to live on my part would have to be, I have to die forever. So therefore then you lose in any case. Right, because we, I think you already know you're going to die. No. No? no. We don't know we're going to die? If we know we're going to die, why would God, okay, let, let me put it back to the other side or to us. Let me bring it back to us. In the justice department, why a defendant have to take a lawyer? To argue for him against, his, against the crimes. <laughs> to argue, uh, agree. I agree, but the question is still women, why a defender have to take a lawyer against? I agree with you, no, but why again a lawyer, a, a defender have to take a lawyer? Why, it, I agree with you, no, but the question is still women, why a defender have to take a lawyer. So someone can defend him. Why? why? Or to save him from the penalty. But the question is still remain again. Why, I agree with you now. What you are saying is perfect, but push it more. What is the purpose of it? because he don't want to pay penalty. For him, he's not guilty. What he did was right. And therefore, he take a, another lawyer to defend him that he might not take that penalty or take that, when I mean penalty, what that means? What is a penalty? Sentence. A sentence. And what is a sentence? Punishment. The punishment. The punishment. Is the punishment he's afraid of? He's not afraid of nothing more than the punishment. Who wants to be in jail? You don't want to go to jail. That's what that's what he, that's what the defender is looking for. Or, or, or the defender is looking for another thing again from the lawyer to reduce the punishment to bring the punishment in a better situation for him. That's what a defender is looking for from the plaintiff. But in that case, there is no one which you're going to see later on what's going to happen later on in that exploring we're doing. You're going to see later on what is happening. You want to see what happened. Because remember, 
a defender and the human viewpoint could get a lawyer. But in God court, in that situation, you don't have no lawyer. You have to appear yourself to defend yourself, which I, I go too far. But let us go three. The three point, not even point, that is sub point. Man must appear before God court to plead his case. Man must appear before God to plead his case. Man have to appear before God to plead his case. Now, appear before God court, not human court. God court to decide it whether he going to defend himself in God court. What do we mean by God court? The creator court. Say that again. In front of his throne. In front That's of right. In front of him. To defend yourself. And therefore then, uh, look for me in Matthew 12, verse 36 and 37. Matthew 12, 36 and 37. Matthew 12. Yep. 36 and 37. Matthew chapter 12. 36 and 37. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. By the words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. What is happening here? Man standing before God. To give an account. By every word you come out from your mouth. By your word, you're going to be justified. By your word, you're going to be condemned. That's before him. Without defendant. Or without a lawyer. Without a lawyer. Now, oh, read verse um, Roman. 14 verse 12 for me. Fourteen. Woman 12. 14. I mean, woman 14 verse 12. 12. 
So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Every one of us. But remember, we already described the penalty. The penalty is there. And the, the, the process of it, the process of that penalty, we cannot bear it. What is the process? What is the process of that penalty before the penalty occur? What is the process of it? Oh. Mm. Oh. Mm -mm. What is the process of it? process of the penalty yeah for penalty to occur you have to die here you have to give blood god is not interested in your body why god is is not interested in your body Why God is not interested in that particular process in your body? Body is just a shell. That's number one. Number two, why God is not interested in that body? I agree. That's number one. Number two. It's interested in your spirit. There's no life in the body. <laughs> you want life? Why you want life? Life is a spirit. Yes, life is a spirit, but why you want life? Because he is life. What is life back? Mm. And remember, the creator does whatever he wants to do for himself. You don't want a fake thing. You want a real thing. You don't want a fake judgment. You want a real judgment. Could we see God? That is, if he wants us to, yeah. yes. If we want us to, we could. But could we in our in our state? I would say in our state right now. In our state, could we see God? No, we can't manifest God. Therefore, this is why I, I, the, 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 the thing was saying that God requires, or uh, it is a process. Remember, we are talking about process now. This is process. The process you see, he put, first of all, according to my brother, which is true, we should be destroyed. We should be killed because of what we did. It is true. We should be killed. But why he didn't kill us? Why he didn't destroy us right away? My sister already used a word which is very beautiful. Love. And what love caused him to do in that particular time? He dressed us which is a temporary one for what purpose 
Remember, we're talking about process now. This is process. For what, why he doing that? To keep us alive. To keep us alive for what? For what to keep us alive for? For the permanent. For the permanent. Why? Why for the permanent? What did he saw or what did he see? Because he had to do it that way. Or what did he see to us? What did he see? What 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 he saw that we get involved to? What did, go ahead. Deception. Deception. But not only deception, but it's a dilemma. We cannot get out from it. Right. He intervened. That's why we said God intervened in man's dilemma. God intervened in man's dilemma because God saw the situation. He explored the situation. And when he finished exploring the situation, what he did because of his what? Number one, because of his love. He covered us temporarily. But through that temporary covering, there are chaos happening. Why? Why through that temporary covering there are chaos happening? Help me. What we talking about, about chaos? Disorder. Disorder, that's right. Disorder. Mother, how could you put disorder for me in a reality that could be related to me and to you right now? Could you help me? Violence, rage, destruction, rioting. And who doing it? Us. Against each other. We're doing it against each other. We are doing it against each other. There is a chaos is happening. Why there is a chaos? Why there is a chaos? As you already said, disorder. Because man, man tends to want to do what is his own pleasure, which may be against God's will. Not maybe. Yes. It is. Well, there are things that man can do which is, which for pleasure that is God's will. 
Yes, it's true. Yes, it's true. Yes, it's true. <laughs> but why they can't do it? Or why we can't do it? No, I said there are many things we do that will be that can be God's will, but it's also a couple of things that are against God's will. Like remember when <laughs> the point is when God said, Here, everything in this field you can have. So God didn't tell you you can't have pleasure. No, so no, he doesn't say that. He said he become, he become angry, angry, angry. Oh, go ahead, talk, talk, talk. So it's not the it's not man's desire for pleasure. It's an insatiable desire for things, pleasure for things that are not of God. That's what calls tempting, right? Yes, right. So what is what is tempting to us? The things that are not his nature, such as if. The simplest things is God said you can eat this fruit. You can eat any other fruit. So why even have this fruit there, right? Because every other fruit should be fine. It's the desire to want what is not what is not given to you that becomes, which is the seed of the devil himself anyway, in the case. But yeah, but I, I agree with you. Is the seed of the I would say is the seed of the it is true, but at that time I want to get devil out of the equation. Yes, yeah, us, it's mankind, it's our desire. We lust after what we should not have. And thus we get in trouble for it. Um, we upside down. On, in our society today, as we speak, the only thing that really um, um, how would I say popular is poverty. We may say that sometimes people may have a little daily bread, but who to say in most country, poverty is the part of it. Not only poverty, what is happening to us? Disease. Disease eat all our body. What happened to us again? We cause so many disorder. The animal get it to it. But not only the animal get into it, what is getting in it? Or what is we polluting? The food, the plants. The air we breathe. There. The atmosphere that is the, the plant, the trees, the fishes, the water we drink. Do you see? When we use when we use the word out of order or disorder, does that word really cover everything? And it is not something we're talking in the sky or in the air or uh, people talking about mystery or you're talking about God about something. That's not that we're talking with now. We're talking about so-called reality of life in which we live in. Misery. 
Misery. In God's sight or in God's eyes, do you know children is a blessing? Is it today children is a blessing? Am I right? Do you do you think children is a blessing today? Yes. Yeah. In which way? In a sense. In one sense, children is a blessing, but in other sense, children is a curse. We make children become a curse. Why? They pass down, inherit our curse. In which way? Why we have abortion? Don't want the child, can't afford the child. What is? Maybe the child wasn't, was not desired because the child might have been a child herself. What is again? Forced many of the. You see how this abortion business is very complicated. It's not one-way street. It's not one-way street. Because of our wickedness, of evil, a doll could rape a little baby, a little child. Because of our wickedness. Do you see how complicated this thing become? It does, it's not just getting to it. Is full with dirty things. And that's why I believe the court should not put that, 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 that decision here. Because they should really leave it to the individual to make that decision. Because that individual have to give an account to the creator by himself or by yourself. The creator is the one who going to deal with that. And God already deal with it. Why? Because he knew, he knew what we're getting ourselves in. The terrible thing that's going to happen. In fact, the word we use already, already describe it, disorder. When we say disorder, we're not talking about one part of the disorder. It's everything is disorder. Everything we do is disorder. So and that's the point is why God has to destroy us because even one little disorder can create creates billions of disorders. <laughs> so either you get rid of all or you get rid of none. So, that's, is, so that went back to the point I was making about God's dilemma. It's either he gets rid it of It's not God's dilemma. God already have planned for that. It's well, we. It's I know, we. 
dilemma. I'm saying in the sense that that was the sort. Is either God destroys us or he But us. he don't want to destroy us, but he remember what he did before. What did he do before? After man fall. He killed, he took the life. He covered us. Why? Because he loved us. He covering us because he loves us. However, in the end of the passage, in the end of the message, you're going to see because today we cannot, the message is a long message. It's a long message. We're going to take two or three, three Sundays to do it. But always, I am going always to go back to God intervene and man dilemma. So today we're going to stop here. Um, the last verse I give you is 12, Luke 12 verse two and 10, and then we're going to close. Luke 10. Luke 12, verse 2 and 10. And that is all these verses except the book of Roman. The book of Matthew is Yeshua talk. The book of Matthew, this is Yeshua talk. The book of, uh, even all of them collided together. But I'm, I'm just pointing that out to make you see what Yeshua is all about. What Jesus Christ is all about. Luke 12, verse 2 and 3, and 10, to 10. So there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. Therefore, whatever ye have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light. That which ye have spoken in the ear in the closets shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after that have no more than they can do. I will forewarn you whom ye shall fear. Fear him which after he has killed has power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings? And not one of them is forgotten before God. But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not therefore ye, <clears throat> fear not therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Also I say unto you, Whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angel of God. But he that denies me before men shall be denied before the angel of God. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blasphemes against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven. The last verse, the last verse, 
speak loud. The last verse is speak loud. What does it mean, those who speak against the Holy Ghost or the Spirit of God will not be forgiven? What does it mean by this? And what does it mean that if you speak against him, which is Christ himself, that will be forgiven. But you speak against the Holy Spirit, you're not going to be forgiven. What's going, what happened here? Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming Christ represents us. So, in a sense, he's he's saying the Holy Spirit, which is the Holy One or the the One of Truth, the, the Creator, right? The Creator is as a calling the Creator a liar or denying the power of the Holy One. We could deny the flesh, which is unholy which is weak which which has the possibility of failing even in Christ he he was tempted because he he had the possibility of failing and so if it came against him it would be understood but if it's against the holy one which is pure and without any blemish and without any um bad intention mal or or anything of evil then you how could you be forgiven for for going against the holy one to put simple when you and i are talking when you and i are talking talking there are things that may come out out of your mouth that is not of you these are true i must respect that that what you are saying is true and i must obey to that truth not to you not to you is the word that come out out your mouth. My heart, my spirit must detect it. That is God the Almighty who inspire you to say what you are saying, but it is not really of you. That must be obeyed and accepted. Therefore, we must understand to detect the truth. That's why I said, remember what Christ said now, if you do anything against him, it does not matter because he's one of you. But if you do something against the Holy Spirit or the creator, it is matter because you deny the truth. You refuse to accept the truth. You refuse to obey to the truth. 
Therefore then, the truth will cut you off. That's what happened here. That's why anytime we talk, your spirit, God put in you, must detect what I am saying, must examine it and wait. That's it. the reason why many times any one of you talk. I am not really, I'm not really thinking about you. I'm not really looking at you. I'm looking for the word that come out for me to, to wave that word to measure that word, to know whether that word is really come from you or whether it come from God. If it come from God, I don't care whether you are a sinner, whether you are a thief, whether you are whatever you are, that's your problem. But my problem now, you are telling the truth. So that must be respected. Why, why, why you take Christ come up with that verse? In the beginning, you will see what did they call Christ when he was casting out devil? With devil, he cast out devil. The Pharisees said to him, he cast out devil with devil. In other words, they didn't accept what is going on. And Christ ahead of time tell them that whatever I do, it is not of me, it's my father who used me to do what I do. It's my father who used me. He take, he take his picture out of the situation out of the equation that the people might not focus on him, on the body, but focusing in the word. And this is what I say today to every one of us. Don't focusing on me. Don't look at me. Don't think that I am a study or I've been what or PhD or whatever. Don't think like this. Don't ever think like this. No matter who you approach to, who you talk to, concentrate in the word, examining the word to see whether the word come from God himself or whether the word come from the person himself. Whether the person, he just want to make a show. He want, he want to just, you know, to show how popular it is, how well spoken it is, how well, how well I, 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 I could put things together in a very special way. Don't take like this, because the Lucifer, as Jesus said, could put himself in the angel of light. But inside is full with teeth, full with evil. So your judging must not be upon the person that bringing the word. Your judging is the word 
you must judge and weigh, weigh that word, weigh, concentrate in that word to see what the person's saying. Examine that word, judge that word to see whether that person is saying the right thing or whether he just make believe, he just make a show. That's why Christ said now, if you sin against the truth, there's no remedy for you no more. And I don't want none of us to make that mistake, including myself. I make a lot of mistakes before. And that's why I really don't care who ministered to me. Even the very Lucifer could minister to me. Because there are things Lucifer said which is true. But those truth, remember Lucifer is there, is to use the word for what? What Lucifer used the word? And when I say Lucifer, uh, I inject Lucifer there, I shouldn't say Lucifer exactly, no? But what 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 lot of people use the word for? What what we use those words for? Any word? What what why why when we go out we usually talk? or either in public or in secret, mostly in secret or probably in public. How do we use those words? But I would say most of the time, all of us do, do it, it does it. Every one of us does it. But the person you could see does it more or do it more is the politician. The politician do, do it more, more often, more often. Because politicians usually tell you what you want to hear. They, 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 they really have a word to really give it to you the way you could just embrace it. Not only embrace it, but they have a, a charisma to, say, to, to, to come up with it. They have a, you understand the charisma, what I mean by charisma? They have, a, they have a way to express it which is so beautiful. I mean, so, I mean, uh, it's, it's very enticing. However, those words are fake and shallow. Yeshua is not so. God is not so. God don't speak what you want to hear. You speak what you're supposed to know and do and follow. That's all. He's not there to please you. He's there to please himself by telling you the right thing. And the only way God could please himself, let me put that question and I close. How does God, how does God please himself in us? How God please himself in us. Our righteousness. What do you mean by righteousness? Our fulfilled righteousness. By doing his works. How you do his work? 
obeying his laws, living the word, love. Give me more. God will please himself. When I treat you the way I ought to treat you according to God. When I love you the way I ought to love you according to God. When I don't put you in a place that uncomfortable. And if I do to tell you I'm sorry. I'm going to try my best. But then to do that, you have to know, you have to understand. Therefore, then there is one thing have to be happening. There is, there is two coming. Those things are two, three ways, three ways, or even four ways communicate. Or to try to finish. It's four ways communicate. How, what do you mean by four ways communicate? Anybody could help me. Four ways communicate. Number one, finish. God have to talk to me. I have to obey God. God have to talk to you. You have to obey God. And when you obey God and I obey God, what's going to happen? You have a spirit. You have a loving situation, a peaceful situation. It's something without no disorderly. There is no disorderly. Everything will be going smooth the way God intended it to be. That's the way it is. God bless you all. I see you all next Sunday. Amen. 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 Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the truth. Thank you for your grace. We thank you, Lord God, for righteousness, Lord God. Not our righteousness, but because you make us righteous. Lord. Amen. It is by your accomplishment, your love, your grace, and your teaching to be righteous that we do your will, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that when we don't do your will, that your grace forgives us and gives us enough. Yes, 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 Lord. Yes. We thank you for the work, the long work, knowing, Lord God, that your intention is for us to be forever with you. Yes, sir. Not as we see ourselves, Lord God, but you see us as you intend us to be, Lord God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I thank you for the long work. Yes, sir. Lord God, that you will reveal in us your truth and you will reveal in us others. That we do not see ourselves as you, but see ourselves as like you to be God. But we can treat each other as you desire us to, Amen. Uh, to love one another and to see you in all of us. Yes. To, to strive with us, forgive us for our sins. 
Forgive us for our weaknesses. Forgive us for the things we are not yet able to control or things we are not willing to do, Father God. We ask, Lord God, that you help us deal with our, our situation, be it emotional, uh, mental, yes. spiritual, financial, medical. Yes. Yes, Pray for all the many souls that may join or that may receive this anytime, Lord God, that whatever they're going through, Lord God, that you will bless them and that you will remove their blindness and you will help to fix the situation. Yes. Let them know, Lord God, that there is no such thing as impossible with God. And no matter your situation, you have already fixed it. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your love. We ask once again that you will help us to follow and help us to love you. Amen. Love others as you love. Yes, sir. We love you. We magnify your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you, everyone, of you for being here. Um, we'll be back again next week at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Leave us a voice message or a comment about what God has revealed in you from this week's message. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends and your family so they can have the same experience of revelation like you did. May God bless and abide in you not only today but forevermore. We love you and we can't wait to see you on our next episode. Bye-bye.